Welcome, I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media. And today we have our power lister who we are recognizing with this wonderful podcast. I want to introduce everyone to Edward Lai, who is a senior vice president of business development at the Bensonhurst Center for Rehabilitation and Healthcare. That's a big mouthful for a little person, <laughs> Edward. My pleasure, but you also um, helped them with the Fairview Nursing Home, which I've been passing for the last 30 years on the Grand Central Parkway in Queens. They have established themselves for a very long time. So, you know, uh, we are um, proud to have you on because, you know, you are most, uh, I think, a, a, a poster person for the fact that you came to this country with so little and built a whole world by not just working, but by giving back. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of you and, and the accomplishments and the recognition you've gotten, even from the president who gave you a volunteer service gold award and I appointed guess. a Oh, and your relationships with the community board 11 in Brooklyn and the Kiwanis Club <laughs> yes. who's got it about giving back. And we are so proud to have you on the show today. So I wanted to ask you, Edward, you know, you came on a journey that few people could imagine today, uh, but our people are coming. America is America, the greatest place on earth. But you came all the way from Hong Kong. How did it come to pass that you came to a city right outside of Austin, Texas, and now New York. Tell us a bit about your beginnings. You know, like, um, uh, I'm really a teenager, and then my parents sent me out, you know, like, at a very young age. I came to the United States as a foreign student um, when I was only 15. And why military school is because, you know, like, um, that's the only school that will accept me. So, so they were only, it's the only place that would grab me a visa. And then so, so I went there, but it was the, um, one of the um, uh, three best three years, you know, like of my life, you know, like it's, it's really a, a boarding school with an army JROTC program. And I really think those three years turned my, um, you know, trained my uh, good citizenship and self-discipline. Um, brought me with the leadership skills um, needed for me to succeed in life. You know, like after that, went to college uh, in, in Abilene, Texas. And after that, you know, like I was just visiting my mom in New York, you know, like, and I end up staying for, I, I don't know how many years now, but you know, like it, it has been a journey, you know, like a, a, a immigrants, you know, dream come true, you know, really. So would you think that your schooling, giving you that self-discipline, uh, inspiration came from your being in that military camp, or was there someone in your family that also kind of became your role model that you have been able to aim towards being similar to? So I think I have two uh, major influence in life. One is the military school training, and then the other one is because of my grandma. So I grew up poor, very poor. We lived in um, public housing in Hong Kong. Um, my grandma basically raised my sister and I while my parents were working overseas. So she has major influence on me until this day. And, um, you know, like I call my grandma Mama in Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, she's um, a devoted Christian and she has always taught me to love God, be kind to people. Um, I think um, those life lessons um, for me to be a good person and those Christian values basically set up the way that I am you know, like um, uh, living my life and how I treat others. It's all faith and love. 
all faith enough. Well, I think, you know, you shared with me um, how you turned from a fashion career as a fashionista with your own shop to going into the healthcare business. How did that, uh, you know, turn your life totally around to another world of business? I was um, running my own uh, fashion boutique um, in Sunset Park. You know, it's a European boutique and, you know, like uh, my wife and I uh, love doing that. And then my grandma at the time suffered uh, a major stroke, you know, like while she was um, visiting uh, Malaysia. I couldn't be in Malaysia to take care of her, so I feel really bad. And to a point that I was basically depressed. And then, you know, after, you know, talking to my wife and then I decided that I, I'm going to drop everything, sell the business, and then I want to go into healthcare. That's mm. where my passion I want to help people. So I ended up doing that. And it's um, such a great decision <laughs> because, like, I think I'm doing pretty well, you know, like in this industry right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that you have been um, devoting your life now to the healthcare industry. Tell me a little bit about, you know, the kind of company that uh, the Bensonhurst Services has because, you know, it's very important to you. I mean, I know they call it business development. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that fundraising as well as getting clients for the uh, center? What's so the I do um, healthcare marketing and business development for this um, skilled nursing group. You know, basically it's sub-acute rehab. Uh, some call it nursing home, but it's really a short-term rehab services. People come in, they stay for, you know, like um, uh, on an average 30 days around that. And then, you know, once they get better, they go home majority of our referral came from the hospital. You know, like they, 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 they can't go home yet. They need someone to take care of them to recover. So they come to a center like us, you know, it's more like a recovery center, so to speak. And then, you know, like they get better and then they go home. My role is to build relationship, you know, in hospitals and the community to ensure that um, we have a healthy census um, in my facilities and provide the um, needed services to our residents. So I consider myself a brand builder, a brand storyteller, someone who connects our services to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, when you say connecting, you have done it, um, I call it maybe an Uber connector <laughs> because <laughs> on so many levels. And I, I just love you to share with me, you know, how your community activities has really ended up benefiting your business. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I love people, you know, like in general, you know, I like talking to them. I like helping them. Different groups will call me for different things. You know, like I'm involved with um, Kiranas. I'm involved with um, New York Chinese um, Association. I, I am a leadership council member for CPC, um, which is the largest, um, you know, nonprofit for Asian in the East Coast. So, you know, like we connect all these dots, right? Whoever needs help on something, I make sure that I provide to them. I might make phone calls. I might, you know, like um, I, I might connect different services. And, and that's exactly how, how I'm doing this is to um, basically the community need an Asian program, you know, like in, in a subacute rehab space. So, I have been doing that for the past seven years. I'm bringing Chinese services, Korean services to the community, increasing those um, uh, capacity in New York City so that, you know, like um, Asian community has a place to stay, you know, as they are recovering. 
Um, so I'm very proud of um, uh, those work uh, that is being done. So, you know, it's uh, very interesting that how you are able to uh, reach out. And I think that, um, you know, so many people are frightened when they come to America. And how do I begin? And you not only have begun, but you've been building your relationships to the extent that, you know, the community at large uh, is recognizing your great uh, skills and talents. What advice would you give to other young people about to starting out? Are there kind of keys to success that you've seen in your personal life? I think people view successes rather differently, but in my humble opinion and from personal experience, first, follow your passion. If you hate finance and you're forced to sit and work 60 hours running numbers, then all the cells you know, in your body won't allow you to think clearly. If you hate talking to people and your job is a hotel concierge, then your chances to success is um, pretty slim. Find something that makes you want to go into work, um, to work hard for. Then once you have found something you like doing, find that niche of yours. For example, if you speak Spanish, don't put your eggs in the Chinese market. And and if you're good with people, then don't hide yourself um, in the darkness. I was once on footstep. I was once on unemployment. There were times when no one wanted to hire me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now hundreds of resumes, hundreds of them, and seeking interviews and only to be rejected. But I was looking at the wrong places looking for work that I have no love for. Um, It wasn't until I put things into perspective, clear my head and go with my niche, um, which if everyone doesn't know, my niche is obviously Asian market and the passion, then I'm able to find a career in healthcare that I seem to be doing rather good at. So focus on your niche, put in the hours and don't mind those extra hours that you put in because you're not just helping your employer, you're actually putting the sweat and the blood and sweat to build your career. When you love what you do, put in the work towards your goal, focusing on your unique abilities and contributes, then the universe will reward you one way or another. So that's why I think. Well, you know, I think you're a very wise man. And I think, you know, somehow when we have adversity in our lives, we even become clearer in appreciating that we now do something on our path of our passion. And you have followed your passion into a world of not helping just your grandma, who probably you watched over, and but thousands of other people who you've had have a better life because of you. So I'm so proud to have been introducing all of you to Edward Lay, who is the Senior Vice President of Business Development at the Bensonhurst Center for Rehab in fabulous Brooklyn, and also the Fairview Nursing Home, which is on that Grand Central Parkway in Florida. So thank you so much for being with me today, and I wish you continued great success You followed your passion and look where you are today, a leader in your community. Congratulations. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me. This is Victoria Schnepp from Schnepp's Media, signing off until next time. Bye now. Bye now.